0: I probably have like sciatica and my arms, <laughs> my tendons.
1: <laughs> this is the open-ended podcast where two best friends take a weekly dive into technology and culture while listening to them disagree at the same time.
0: I'm Cher Vincent. I am a science educator and lover of bad
1: puns. And I'm James T. Green, a conceptual artist and independent designer and developer. So, for today, for today I'm super excited for this week, of uh, what we're going to be talking about.
0: Yeah, because um, tomorrow, as we recorded this episode, it is the 13th of February, and tomorrow is a, a big holiday, apparently, called uh,
1: Valentine's Day. Boot up day.
0: <laughs> boo i just want your main squeeze
1: yeah or side be, piece but to be yeah oh yeah it's, yeah national side piece day maybe maybe well isn't today palentine's day though galentine's day galentine so today's Galantine today, is, galentine's today
0: day. is galentine which is a far better holiday i think yeah. just because it celebrates your lady friends or male friends or your you know whomever you consider someone that is your other love of your life
1: yeah i mean I think I could look at you as that being that.
0: Oh, my God, James. Oh, happy
1: Valentine's Day, friend. Oh, my God, happy Valentine's Day, James. <laughs> so, in honor of this weekend of love and celebrating loves, friendships, and side pieces, we wanted to talk about <laughs> our special loves and side pieces of the internet.
0: And the internet and pop culture's leopard eye.
1: Yeah, we did. So... Who are your Mancres Monday? Mancres <laughs> Wednesdays? Who, who are they? I really want to know. I really
0: okay. Know. So, who guys, so this. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so excited <laughs> oh for this. Only one I other person you. in my life knows how deep my love for this person goes. Oh
1: my god! Who is this? Oh my
0: gosh! So, 13 year old Cher was obsessed with a certain film.
1: Oh. Obsessed. What What film is this?
0: It's called Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Set up. No, I watched okay. this. I watched this movie
1: every single day. Sure,
0: not even a joke. I would go home from school in eighth grade and put in the VHS cassette mm-hmm. that I had, and would just watch. And and I, oh my god, I watched every film clip like it was the last thing I would ever do. And I was just lovesick over Ewan McGregor. My McGregor like love sick to the point where like I couldn't watch other movies of his Mm. without having like stomach pains and like would cry just spontaneously. Like there's a certain film, there's a film that came right after Moulin Rouge called Down With Love starring Renee Zellweger. It took me, I I went to the theater by myself at at 14, I think it was out. No, I was younger. I was older than that. I think it was like fifteen or sixteen because this went on for years. (laughs) Like it wasn't just like a. It wasn't like a. Oh, this was not a one-time scenario. No, no, no. like Like, I, like I was like I had like real-life boyfriends and would like (laughs) would still like like you're like you're great and everything, but you're you can't hold a candle to fucking McGregor. Like you can't you can't be like if I was in the same room with McGregor and I was with you too, like I would not even. No, you. I mean, existed. that's fair because like, you would totally be, do that. You because, would just be like, all
1: right, um, peace out. Peace right, out, I'm too. sorry, like, but like, okay, there's that's, only that's enough. This is AB conversation. See, you See you right, right out. I mean, like, like you know I, was, I just gotta own that up. I just gotta leave. I, I'm sorry because like believe, you man. don't exist
0: when he's in the world. Like yeah. I couldn't like I, I would watch. I remember watching like interviews with him on TV, and I would have like a friend over, like you can't speak because you, MacGregor, speaking right now. Mm-hmm. Like it was that kind of like deep love. I wrote maybe. 10 fan letters to him and never sent them.
1: Oh, that's unfortunate.
0: But, and I'm sure they're on some hard drive somewhere in, like, the ether of my parents' apart- parents' house. But, yeah, like, it was just very intense like <laughs> like like even now just thinking about how much I loved him I mean I still love him but like not that way anymore but like it was a true like re- unrequited love sickness and I knew everything about him I like watched dude I it's so bad how much I knew about him like I don't know it's about so his specific, like though. I know about the Scottish soap opera he was on which one was? It us? was called "Lips Lipstick on Your Collar." E- it was. E- e- no, shut <laughs> up.
1: <laughs>
0: I I knew so much about him. Like I I this studied his IMDb page. Like so it much. was a dissertation I was writing for his school. Like I knew so much about. Him. I watched every single thing he ever did. Oh my god. Like, I can name random movies like Pillow Talk. <laughs> like like Shallow Grave, which is a movie he did before train spotting. Like I can just name off shit. I watched everything I could get my hands on. I was just obsessed with him. And he recently did a show at The Roxy in LA and he did um he covered David Bowie heroes and I was just like Oh, my God. You, you did it again, Ewan. You did it again. <laughs> my love for you is so strong. And it's not its not that way. It's not as obsessive as it was before. But, like, just thinking back on my, like, love-sick teenage life and just, like, Oh, Ewan, I know you're married with children, but, like... Just yeah. give me a chance. Right. <laughs> Just let me love you. Why won't you let me love you? <laughs> so, um, yeah, mail crush Monday will always be human. Well, we, we can definitely always have more than
1: one. For sure, because I definitely have more than one. I and definitely have more um, than one
0: too. But like he, like he holds a torch yeah, forever. Yeah. Like there is, there's never been. I don't think I've ever loved anyone like in real life as much as I love you McGregor, and that's and that's I think is a fucking true statement. Right, like right, I right. loved, I loved him for. Fuck, so long. <laughs> right, <laughs> like it just—it like, doesn't even like co- I can't even comprehend. I can't—I don't think I could like hold the weight of how much I loved him.
1: That's for, fair. So, That's fair. Yeah, but what about you, James? What about okay, your Mother's Monday? So, one of them. One of, one them. of them. So this is actually really interesting so i it's it's so bad because i forget his name um so i like Not count, account, so, uh, so i like legit had to like google him real quick because i remember like first time James. you know figuring out what movie did i see him in for the first time and mm-hmm. i was like Oh, who is this? With this accent, I have no idea. Like, what his accent is. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I remember love accents. that's so. what,
0: and it's, it's Scottish accent. With the you know what so I I, get I, it. I
1: think it actually might be Scott uh, Scottish accent because I'm talking about Chris O'Dowd. <gasps> no, he's Irish. He's Irish. And he's amazing. He's so I love. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I can't say I'm surprised. I did tell you to get your lights fixed. I used to watch so, the IT
0: crowd, and I watched it with the boyfriend. And I was just uh, like, I would forget that he
1: was like my boyfriend was in the room. I was like, Oh yeah. my god, Chris! Though, yeah. So hi. like, so and like, he's not even
0: like, you're like good looking at all. No, but he's,
1: and that's the thing about it because he's like, he definitely feels like like oh man, like I like a like hang out with. He's
0: him. He's him. hella approachable. Yeah, exactly. Like I, if I saw him in exactly. a bar, I'm like, Yo, what's up, Chris? I know. I
1: just like, oh, hi, hi. hi. And you know, so hi, so I still remember hi. I first I first saw him in uh, Bridesmaids. Actually. Yes. And I was like, he yeah, was cause so he was like the great. officer and he was yes. like totally exactly who you would think I was like he was a big, so dope, great. you know what I mean? And then I saw him in this is 40 and he, I, yeah, he's I loved really good in
0: that movie too. Yeah. Um, I fell in love with him and also that whole show, um, IT crowd, if you are, I am familiar, not familiar with that. Oh, it's a great show. It was on Netflix. I believe it's still on Netflix, but it's about mm-hmm. these two guys who work in IT and they're in the basement of like this, like uh boutique um not in boutique, it's actually a huge like I think it's an architectural company. Yeah. But um the whole span, the whole joke of the show is basically people calling up them because their computers aren't working, like and their tagline is like did you turn it on and off?
1: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that's the whole
0: thing. And then, like, okay, it works great. Like, that's, like, their whole purpose in life. is just two guys. And, like, um, Chris O'Dowd's character is, like, you know, very cynical, very, like, this job fucking sucks. I hate every day of my life. Whereas other guy, I can't remember his name right now, but he's black and beautiful and just adorable, too. God, he's <laughs> so fucking sexy. And his name, his name is Moss on the show. And he's, a, he's like, you know, type a nerd and everything is important and oh god it's a great show yeah it's so good i like highly recommend anybody who like likes comedy or things like shows like the office or i don't know i think their american kind of part is probably big bang theory but i prefer to because i don't like big bang theory. but it's it's very much in that kind of line of comedy because it's like you know quippy jokes and like they have like catchphrases and stuff but right, it's right, far right, more right. funny and yeah. it's English, so it's like we have a lot of like random English things that you would never see on American television. <laughs> random English things. <laughs> well, like they go to like a football game, yeah. and you know, like the character will go to, like a football game, and he has no business being in a football game, but he's like trying to like yell at this, the the teams, and is like it's highly offensive as opposed to like you know the other right teams. It's, it's really funny. Yeah. Like, can, I
1: just, we, can we go back to Chris O'Dowd, please? Because like he yeah. literally looks like I want to feed him pudding. You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, he just seems sorry. Like, I kind of like, went on a tangent. But like, yeah, it's like, he, so he just Chris seems like a yeah. cozy kind of guy. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, well, like
0: he fed him cake and bridesmaids. Yeah, exactly. Give him cake. And, exactly. Like, oh, he's so sweet, though. Like, he looks he probably, like, yeah. I feel like he'll like, give me like a foot massage.
1: He probably would. He probably, or
0: like, I don't know. I was like, hey, babe, you had a rough day. You want a back massage? Or like, you want me to make you some tea? Hell yeah, maybe me some tea. Yeah. Yeah, oh man, so that's crystal down. Crystal down. Um,
1: yeah. So you want to move on to ladies? Ladies. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um. For me. Ooh. I mean, there there are multiple. There's so many. Multiples. I have <laughs> like a lot. I do too. Because <laughs> like, I crush on so many more ladies than I do dates, okay. Honestly.
1: First one right now. Go.
0: Keeling. I talk a lot,
1: so I've learned to just tune myself out. Yeah. Okay. Why? Why?
0: Oh, I've loved her since I yeah. saw her She's on great. The Office. She's great. Honestly, like um. She was my favorite character by a mile on the office. I thought that she was always just the funniest, the cutest, just the wittiest. Her stuff is so good um I'm obsessed with the mindy Pro- the Mindy project. I loved it even when people didn't like it in the very very beginning. I watched everything that she does. I think she's so smart. I love her books um I don't know she just she does so many things right mm. Mm-hmm and it's so admirable and like i like reading her book too and like seeing like her you know accidental um events that led her to her career even even that is just like she made a lot of good moves right and smart moves and not so smart moves but also like she just had a vision for herself mm. so early on and knew that she could do that and just the confidence that she has right. as far as you know doing the shit that she's doing is so admirable and I wish, gosh, I wish so much that I had <laughs> half the confidence of her just doing shit. Like, you know what? I
1: think you do, though, in a way. I struggle so hard.
0: I struggle so much of trying to find confidence and knowing that I have something to offer people. And 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 some days I, I'm really good about that, but most days it's it takes so
1: much for me to like but you do have it. so much to offer you're doing it right now
0: yeah i know and i'm not trying to make this about me so much but um i just see her i see mindy and i'm like you know fucking a man like you yeah. you see yourself in the world and you just do it and you don't give a fuck you just like fuck it i'm i'm awesome and people should know that and you know what shara be the mindy
1: Kaling you wish to see in the world
0: I try, man. You I should, should. I like have like clippings of her, like on the wall of my um. Of my oh my room. god, that's so cute! Like inspirational stuff. Like she did this really great,
1: like like a locker in school. Totally, yeah, oh totally my god, that. That's so adorable. I like
0: she did this great. I think it was in Glamour, but it was still, like about being confident. Oh it yeah, it was kind yeah, of like yeah, her I ten points that. about being confident. Yeah, that was that was really nice. And I was like, yes, I like went out and bought the magazine to like rip it out. And then put it on my wall. And like it's like that and some other inspirational quotes from like Beyonce and all their stuff. But it's kind of like a a cork bulletin board in my room. And it's like, yeah, when I'm like feeling bad about myself. And it's like, I need some I need some I need some lady power in my life right now. So I just like put that on there and like other like, you know, kind of testimonial aspirations or whatever. I put that on the wall Mm -hmm. or something I see like in a you know in the world, I like postcards, but stuff like that, I just have it there, right. and I've had that for years, like
1: collecting it over the years, and it's been with me and so many. Oh my god, you should take a photo and we could put it in the show notes. Can you do that, please? No, it's for oh, me. Yeah. No, it's too okay. private. I'm sorry, right. that's it's too fine. private. It's that's for me, fine. I, it's not even for somebody I, else, even I haven't even seen this.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, well, this is very like private thing. It's okay, for me, All right. All right. I, I mean, sorry guys, no, but, no that's completely but, fine, but like, you I highly recommend you guys doing it. Like, if you guys need like. It's like my personal Pinterest board. Aww, that's that so sweet. That, that's just for share, because you know, because I don't know what inspires other people, but this inspires me. So, um, Aww, that's yeah, really sweet. Yeah, but she's definitely she's been on the board for years, like mm. since early, her early office days. She's she's always been like a, a main focal point. Like I, ah, uh, Mindy Kaling, girl, I love you so much, and you've gotten me through some stuff. So. Just thank you for being you and unapologetically being you. And I think that's Aww. what I love so much about her is that she's her in everything. Whatever she does, whatever she puts out into the world, it's Mindy. And that's I valid. and I, I love that. And I, inspired, I aspire to be my full self in everything I do. So seeing someone who is a person of color, who's a woman, and just doing it is so wonderful. Totally, so, totally. So, yeah, that's my woman crush
1: on Wednesday every day, every Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, James? Oh, man. So, my WCW. Oh, boy. So, I remember having a crush on this woman <laughs> ever since I saw her CD find its way into my house Ooh. as a child. And I remember I would see that CD. I saw that CD cut of her. I was like, oh, boo. It's It's on. Boo. Jill Scott. Let's take a long walk around the park the uh, Jill Scott. Jill Scott. in the way. Yeah. She can get in the way of anything for me. That's my, my go-to. Opinion. That's one of my that's one of my
0: favorite karaoke songs, honestly. Jill I get it in. Scott Boo. She's so beautiful. Can we fucking talk beautiful. about Jill Scott right now? I mean, She's so oh, beautiful. Oh God. Like, painfully beautiful in a way that I will never be, and it's just like, you know?
1: Jill Scott looks like she smells, like, so good. She, you know she like, smells like
0: even. that cocoa butter. She smells like
1: cocoa butter. She probably smells like a little hint of, like, sage. Some witch hazel. A, l- a little bit of witch hazel for her scalp. You know. Oh, my God. Getting like, the most- she, and she's always moisturized, like... Not a lick of ash.
0: Not a lick of Like, she's, <laughs> she is, she's moisturized to the gods. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but I remember, like, uh, I can't even remember what album it was that I, like, I first kind of came probably
0: across. Probably her first
1: one. Yeah, it probably was that. And it was just, like, With on like the on Like, on Yeah. Let's and I saw go, her just, like, on the cover, long, I'm just, long, like, uh, Jill Scott, boo. So, oh, she's so yeah, beautiful. just, like, everything about her, just her voice, her attitude. Ugh, her flow. Her flow, her vibe. ah. Damn it, Joe Scott.
0: That, that Philly vibe though, man. Like Right, right, right. I I don't know, like I, I, I listened to her um early on as well. Like I remember like I would think I was starting in high school. I think it was maybe twenty um so it was probably like 2002, 2003, when that's when she was like really getting it, like on the radio stations and stuff. And uh, she's so Ugh, yeah.
1: uh, she's so uh, great.
0: She's so great. Like
1: I'm just literally just gonna be like, uh, just all the time. I know I was like, you guys Joe Scott.
0: Just good, uh, just she's uh, <laughs> so good. And like, um, she was um, doing stuff with the Roots early on. I think like in like the late '90s, early aughts. And yeah,
1: I feel so bad because I'm literally just like on a Google search right now, and I'm just like <laughs> scrolling, just swiping through photos of Jill Scott right now. She's so beautiful. Well, I to her. She's yeah. so beautiful
0: and lovely, and she acts too. And she was yeah. in a couple. Of, she was in a couple of Tyler Perry movies, but her. I loved her detective, lady detective agency television show. She was on. It was a Wait, one, What was this? Okay, it was on HBO what for like this? a season,
1: and it was. Set are you in. are you about to ruin Jill Scott for me right now?
0: No. Okay. No, if anything, I'm going to make her better for you. Okay, please tell me what this. She is. was a lady private eye in like I, I mean, think it was maybe South Africa? Oh my god. But like she was like solving murders and solving crimes I'm and she was like doing it and it was adorable. It was a book it was on, it was on a book series um mm-hmm. but I think it was like Number 1 Lady Detective Agency. Oh my god. And it just just got like solving murders and solving crimes and just being like a fucking badass bitch. That's like everything. And it's like, why did this not go on for a million seasons? Like (laughs) CSI went on for like 8,000 seasons with Mm -hmm. like 50 million spinoffs. But Jill Scott can't catch a break, can't be on there longer. I think it might've been Showtime, but I'm pretty certain it was HBO. Because I revisited the show recently um because my parents recently got a yeah it was hbo because they got i i watched it on hbo go and <laughs> um i was like this is not the, the i remember watching it live but i watched it again i was like this is still like a hella cute show and just Dylan scott just being Joe scott mm-hmm. and like you know it's like uh-uh what are you doing and she had like this amazing jamaican accent oh my god
1: oh i would have freaked out I, it's I so literally good. had to take a, a bit glass. Jamaican, Sit. that's
0: that's racist. Um it was Afrikan. It was it oh was gosh. it was definitely like it was an accent for sure. It might have been Jamaican, but I'm pretty sure it was not. But uh
1: See, th- that just literally made me have to like take a sip of water because I was just like, ugh. Chill. Just
0: Scott, though. Yeah. Oh, she's so lovely.
1: I had, to stop. I had to stop from, like, touching my own chest. <laughs> <second>. Okay, James. <laughs> okay, I'm, I am still in the room. I am still in the room. <laughs> okay, you are oh, not oh, alone. Oh, oh, you're here, Cher? This oh, is not sorry, James sorry. time, okay? Okay, so I just, like, I just had to minimize, like, the browser. All right. This is not James time. I am I am, I am back. We don't need to see back. Joe Scott porn, okay? We need to not do that. <laughs> there's porn every- for everything. I'm about to say, that is the rule of the internet. <laughs> there's porn for everything. <laughs> that porn for everything. Um, that would ruin just Scott for me, quite honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to in that <laughs> rabbit hole. I don't want to see no superimposed shit. <laughs> oh,
0: no. <laughs> so,
1: this is my private message to you, Jill Scott Boo. Oh, just if you listen listening to this, you should definitely come down to Chicago. Holla at us. Holla at us. I will, I will make you dinner. I make a mean omelet. Oh my God, James. <laughs> <laughs> I know you like hot sauce, girl. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hot sauce on your back. Oh man. All oh, right. Man. So so yeah. Is that it? Is that like our our internet crushes? Any anybody else? Like, um, let um, um, throw it out there. Thinking about.
0: Um, Jenna Rotham is definitely like a internet famous yeah. one for me. We got to meet her a few months ago when she was coming through Chicago back in October, mm-hmm. and I I just love when we met her. She She literally said, I don't have any fans here. And we're like, oh,
1: we are fans. That was really awesome. And
0: I felt, and like, I could feel like her, like, joy because we knew who she was. And we were just like, but we're your fans. I love you. I've been following your shit for years. Right, You're incredible. And because she literally was saying to somebody, because no one was talking to her. I know
1: and that was super unfortunate because like she is great and her her energy is so great
0: and I was just like we're just vibing talking about like stuff and she recently got a shout out from uh, Queen Bee herself
1: yeah I saw that and I was just like what? and I was was as happy
0: (laughs) for her as if it had happened been bestowed to me that letter right? Right. right. but um, if you don't know who John Rotham is she is a writer um, she's been writing for the New York Times Magazine I guess a few years now but she's been in, er, featured in Wired and she's been featured in a lot of other publications and she writes a lot about the human side of technology and um, other you know topical conversations like um, diversity and diversity in technology and women in technology and just a lot of really interesting conversations that are happening online. And she's a really powerful voice that, I don't know that we just need in this world. And I'm really Mm -hmm. happy that she gives us the gift of her writing every, every few weeks. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, I, Whenever she has um, some new article, I, like, put on my Insta paper and, like, make sure I have, like, enough time. Mm-hmm. I usually write her, read her stuff, like, in transit when I'm going to be on the bus for, like, a half hour. So, I yeah, can give yeah, her, really, like, right, enough yeah. dedication yeah. to, like, listen or read it. And, I don't know, you, you're, you're great, girl. Like, I love you. <laughs> and I'm just so happy that you're in the world doing doing what you're doing. We, yeah, need, we, need, we need more Jenna Rothams in the world. <laughs> we love you. And, um, yeah, and I'm glad that she's getting the notoriety that she deserves. Mm-hmm. And, yeah.
1: All right, so I have, since we're doing our next thing of internet, like internet e-crushes. Mm-hmm. So mine is definitely uh, I, um, Shani Hilton. Are you familiar with her? No. So she's the executive editor of news as BuzzFeed. I, and I feel so bad because I don't even know if I get her name right. Shani? Shani? I think it's Shani. Shani? Shani. 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 Let's say Shani. Okay, okay, okay. So, Shani, I hope I'm getting your name right. I love all of her work. She is literally doing the damn thing in journalism. Mm-hmm. And, and she's I, young too. I think yeah. she's like
0: 24. Yeah, she like she,
1: yeah, she, um, and yeah, she's the um, executive editor of news at BuzzFeed, and like,
0: ahead, girl, do you? And
1: yeah, she's just been like really doing a lot of stuff in building out diversity in the newsroom, and as mm-hmm. someone who is a news and journalism nerd, same. It is just super admirable, and ah, I, uh, I just love. Yeah, seeing, that's so good, and it's uh,
0: really and it's really interesting too that like just just BuzzFeed. If we just want to go on the conversation just for a second mm-hmm. with BuzzFeed, they're doing some really interesting and exciting yeah, things um, as far as, you know, being such a big company and a media company. They're one of the companies, I feel, few companies that are really, like, advantageous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, far well, as they have
1: the ability because they're so young. They're
0: so young, and they're doing things that, like, a lot of nonprofits and a lot of other, like, for-profit companies aren't even bothering to do. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really admirable just because they not only just on their podcast streams they, and then just because of their news outlets, but just behind the scenes. There's right. so many moving parts and there's so many different entities that are being pushed out in a way
1: that you would never get in some other company. Right, and, right, right. And they, can, and they can move nimbly in that way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Shani, like feels like she's like she's heading a lot of this mm-hmm. so totally, yeah, totally just like uh when i came across her work and i was just like oh my god you are so cool type mm-hmm. thing so for sure so yeah she gets my internet crush <laughs> shout out totally admirable um do you have any
0: dudes you're crushing on internet? oh man
1: so like dude internet crushes um i'm, I gonna, have I'm one. gonna think about it but you start off first
0: okay i think i i think i'm gonna have to, you know, just do it and say gene dumby
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, I've been following Gene Dummy for like yeah, ten. True, true. Uh, I feel like I don't know. It feels like ten years. I don't think it's that long, but it feels <laughs> like.
1: Have you uh, been on Twitter for ten years?
0: <laughs> well, like I was following him before Twitter stuff, like because he's one of those guys that like pops up in my feed a lot, and not just in my feed and on um on Twitter, but like also on Facebook and just like in my in my re- right uh, my reading habits, he's been doing a lot of stuff. But I um I. Loved him in Post Bougie. Mm-hmm. I used to read his stuff there, and just thought it was just always just really well thought out, really smart. And he always hit the nail on the head whenever issue he was talking about. It was just like, yes, exactly. He articulated thoughts in my brain that I could never put onto paper, mm-hmm. and it was just very, it's very smart in mm-hmm. that way. And um, I think he's also just really funny (laughs) because it's like yeah of course like yeah duh i don't know he just he has a way of um, articulating issues that is both reader friendly but also Mm. insider friendly because he goes deep into these layers and into these levels and just like holy shit like you it's so heady but also very approachable right that um I appreciate. And, and he's funny. He's so funny. Yeah. And then I, it took me years until I actually heard his voice. Because uh, yeah, you I was know reading what? Actually, his stuff. Same here. Same here. And then I heard I haven't him. heard his
1: voice since the uh, another round live thing. That was the first time I heard his voice. What?
0: Okay. Yeah. I've, yeah. I I started listening to his voice maybe twenty eleven or twenty twelve because he would pop up on um, Pop Culture Happy Hour on NPR. He was one mm-hmm. of the roundtable um, regulars when he went over to. Um, he, no, no, it wasn't, no, it was probably wasn't that early, but it 2013. Yeah, 2013, because that's when, um, his section of NPR code switch had started up in right, 2013. Right. And so he, um, I think he was living in Philly at the time and then he moved down to DC for the code switch. I'm and realizing
1: a trend that maybe we should move to Philly because it seems like that's where all the cool people are it's
0: crossed my mind. <laughs> it has crossed my mind. Trust me. It might, it might be part of my five-year plan. We don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might slip in like, and like, in move to Philly now. I'm just moving to Philly. Yeah, I'd be like, what? Guys, moving to Philly. I'm like, what, What, what happened? <laughs> yeah, or like, I just like ghost from the town. I'm like oh, like, oh, what happened to you, Sharon? Like, oh, I moved to Philly last week. Yeah. <laughs> I just like shouldn't believe. And like, oh, yeah, I got a job in Philly, so I'm doing that now. Um, it's
1: Philly still cool? Um, somebody last know is Philly still cool. I know we have a Philly listener
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. But so, I so
1: yeah, let us let us know if Philly's still dope. If yeah, you, and like I think
0: anything. because of its um its uh trajectory between not trajectory, that's not the right word. The, the okay. proximity. The proximity, proximity between um um Philly to D C and Philly to New York, it's mm-hmm. right in the middle. Like you have right. to pass through Philly in order to get to DC, you have to pass through Philly to get to New York from either one of these destination locations. Mm-hmm.
1: Um and all three are Hella Black. I'm just hella saying. Hella Black.
0: So yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, really sure. love it. But Gene Dunby though, he um just he's really smart about the way he approaches media and the way he mm. looks at the world. And yeah, yeah. it's very aligned with how I look at the world. And I think that's what made me so um supportive of his work, because like I see the world in such a similar light, in such a similar lens, and I'm really happy that My thoughts are articulated far better than I ever could, but in a way that other people can read it. And just, he does a damn thing. He does does such a, a good job at doing it. And yeah, I appreciate you man and uh you're my mail crush monday on the interwebs for sure <laughs> i love and i love his twitter rants because he goes like 40 tweets deep on some shit and yeah. it's so great and i just like i just want to read your tweets all the time <laughs> i remember when he like took like an internet break and the end of last year he was like off, he was on twitter for like a month and a half and i was like where are you gene where are you come back to me come back <laughs> i was hella sad and like he popped in for like a second i was like oh my god jean <laughs> you're back you're back and he's like, like okay bye but he's like i'm real quick i have to say the things all right bye i'm like no come back to me <laughs> so um yeah so Gene, if you're listening <laughs> thanks for being you do you boo yeah this is
1: literally just an audio love letter to all the people
0: definitely because so. i because i admire so many people yeah I do and I'm just really happy that I am in a position where I can like you know vicariously live uh, a friendship, <laughs> I have a friendship through <laughs> these people on their and just following them around uh, yeah. on Twitter and I, yeah, I don't feel like a creepy stalker because they put it into the world. I mean, let's
1: be fair. Maybe you are. Maybe you're not. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm really <laughs>
0: friendly. I would never, you know, cut your hair off or something like that or like this. Okay. <laughs> or you know, like I have not looked into your pocket. <laughs> shirt. I don't know what I'm hairs just, you keep in. I'm there. Just like hair, like loose hair, just in my pocket and all the oh, time. Sherry, I was like what is that loose
1: hair? Oh, um... yeah. Share loose hair Vincent (laughs) oh geez so my internet um, male identified crush is um, I have to go with Elon James White so good choice yeah so the reason why is because i have been following his work for man so ever since like as a wee lad when i was <laughs> <James>. <laughs> and, and and by wee lad i just mean early days of listening to podcasts and which like feels like super long ago so I like know. man i've been listen to podcasts for so long same
0: like 20 i I think for me it was like 2008 like i was like i was in college when i started listening to the podcast
1: and i used to listen to his stuff back when it was still like yeah he has a podcast right now called this week in blackness um or twib for short Mm -hmm. um but i was listening to his stuff since it was called blacking it up and this was like super long time ago and it would be really weird it's another one of those instances where we talk about where When you listen to somebody's voice for so long, for like hours and hours on end, in multitudes of spaces that you feel like you get to know them. Totally. And it's just like elon is an example of somebody where i feel like i know this dude like i know ins and, that's and, outs, a, and i've seen you grow up i know that you were about to have a kid yeah. right now and it's just like i'm proud of you but you have never met me that's the thing yeah it's like so and, and i it's think really
0: that's to be, and i think that's just a, a, a curious case of podcasts in general because it's so intimate because it's in oh, your man. earbuds we're we talking about podcast
1: on podcasts again yeah but okay, I, we're just gonna go I, there. but <laughs> i know what but
0: i mean like i'm saying that it's just an intimate Experience, and it so is. you hear these people's voices, and you while you can't interact with them they're interacting with you right, and, and that's what it feels like yeah, and you feel like I know this person and yeah and that's why whenever I meet podcasters that I like, I have to mm-hmm. remember. I know a lot about them. They have no fucking idea who I am, yeah, so yeah, they yeah.
1: approach that as such. Like, yeah, what you call it? Um, we were just talking about before we hopped on the mic um, about um, the long form podcast interview with Kevin uh, and Tracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of another and, round. Yeah, and haven't talked about that. Of like, yeah, I don't know you, but I feel like there's this connection. But like, kind of dealing with that. So back to my story. Um, so the reason why Elon. Has a big importance to me And I don't mean to be like all sentimental here To everyone But he actually inspired me To get into podcasting myself Because Aww. he was one of the His podcast along with like the multitude Of his co-hosts um, Like Eljoy Williams and Aaron Rand Freeman um, Like They were one of the first times I've seen people Of color um, doing podcasts Because before then I've just been listening To the multitude of white people on mm-hmm. podcasts And I'm like man I want to see some black people. And then like Mm. I randomly came across their stuff and it just kind of made me think like, whoa, like there are other people out there who are interested in making radio that are like doing this and doing this successfully. And it's like, you know what? Why can't I do that? You know? And so like, that's why he, him and his crew and all this stuff and like having now him having like a successful radio based business totally. is just like man, it's like really inspiring and it made it. It was like kind of one of those instances where when you see yourself reflected, it makes you see that something is kind of possible in a way. Like super cheesy, but like in all honesty, very true. Mm-hmm. That's why. So
0: yeah, yeah, it's 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 aspirational certainly, mm-hmm. but it's also yeah. just inspirational because you you see yourself reflected like you were mentioning, but also you. Just have that, there's this intimacy that you have that, you know, while it's one-sided, certainly, to a Mm -hmm. certain extent, you still have that ability to interact with him, if not only through your movements that you make. Right, right, and then
1: even, like, when you enter, like, Twitter into the conversation, too, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, when you follow this person on Twitter as well, and it's like, oh, yeah, you hear them on their podcast, and then afterwards, you see the things that they're thinking about in between podcast recording and right. it's like there's all this context right exactly and I don't know it's weird but yeah I would give it to him totally yeah oh man um, yeah so I think that's our crushes that's our crushes yeah, um, like, yeah and and I think
0: and like just calling, calling it calling a crush too it's just people that we respect and yeah I mean admire. that's completely valid and yeah, I mean, anyone, I, anyone, uh, anyone can have a crush. I don't. Th- I think they're healthy. I think crushes are completely healthy. I don't think they that are. like it's. I don't think it's a weird thing to like you no. know, um, enjoy people's work and just like you know want to be like them and not mm-hmm. so much you know like I want to be with them romantically. Like no, right, exactly. But exactly. I want to. I mean me, me kind of in the case of your McGregor, m maybe. But I'm about to say, you know, like I mean, we, maybe. we we can still talk
1: about those, you know, like I mean maybe. Chill, I got a bottle of hot sauce in my bag or saying. Right. But um, like
0: but just being with um just having those people in your life kinda of give you, I don't know, some kind of just a nice escape a nice detour from your life. It's like, yeah. oh, I wonder what their lives are like, uh, what they're doing and seeing, yeah, yeah, yeah. seeing oh, them. And valid. I just think it's a fun thing yeah. and I don't think there's anything weird about it. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to like, you know, go to their homes and break into
1: their house no. and shit like that. But, but I think that's like a good thing to say. Like if you, if somebody, if if you respect somebody, You should tell them. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and anybody can have a crush on anybody. They don't have to be famous.
1: But say you you got a crush on us, tell us.
0: Yeah, if you do. Yeah, that would be really nice of you. Totally, I would love to be somebody's (laughs) crush. (laughs) that would be, be awesome. That'll be so great. <laughs> oh. that'd be, like, that would help me. That would like. That would make my whole life. Honestly, mm-hmm. like, oh my god, you
1: have mm-hmm. a crush on me? What? Yeah. That's well, awesome. if you do have a crush on Cher, um, we have the Ask.fm slash open ended. You, you can, can ask be, me a, you for a, a cup of coffee. You can be anonymous. Yeah. Ask Cher out for a cup of coffee. I will. She likes coffee. I will let you pay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This episode of Open Ended is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. Woo! They asked us not to read a review.
1: Well, an advertisement,
0: but it's okay. I'm gonna do that again.
1: You can just do it.
0: They asked us not to make a ad. Make an ad. But we want to thank them for sponsoring this episode and encourage you to enjoy the show.
1: Yeah. Even though this was an ad right here. Yay. Yay. Thank you, cards. Thank you cards. Share. Yes. Do you know what time it is? It's open call. It's time. open call time. Open call. It's open <laughs> call time. Oh my gosh, sir! So, what is your open call this week? Oh gosh. Okay. So, um. <laughs> I know you are like hyped as hell, but that's cool. <laughs> so, last night. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, last I'm night. I'm a little scared. So
0: last night, I played a game.
1: (gasps) Oh, this is your open call? Okay, sorry. I don't want to. This is a really good open call.
0: So last night, I played a game on um, um, Max's um, Twitch
1: account. Yeah, yeah. It's a Twitch Twitch screen. Um, Yeah. Should we give a little background for people who don't know who Twitch is? Sorry, not who. Twitch is not a person. It It could be. (laughs) Share. <laughs> so Twitch is a website that allows for people to live stream uh, not only video games but also now um, tabletop games and other things. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that will give you context.
0: So last night, um, Cards Against Humanity, they were holding a Twitch stream of a new game, newish game mm-hmm. called um, yeah, called Secret Hitler. Yeah, and um, and these parts, a lot of I think. I, I think I might have been the last holdout <laughs> who hadn't played the game yet. Yeah. And I did it on the Twitch. So I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I think fascism is okay. So, like, <laughs> I respect it, maybe. No, I'm joking. I'm totally joking. But, um, so Secret of Hitler is a role playing game. Um, it's. It's like there's, you know, investigating qualities to it. There is a lot of diplomats and diplomacy going it's, it's on. It's like
1: an interesting mix between um, like, oh man, it's like a it's mix like between like Clue. Clue, that, that,
0: that's what it me of mostly, Clue, um, oh, man. Um, Settlers of Catan, I don't know. Yeah,
1: it's just like a mix of like a lot of these games. Um, yeah, but like, the
0: whole operative of the game is um, there are fascists and then there are liberals and liberals want to have their policies passed if the liberals policy passed, they win the game and if the fascists if they get their li- their policies passed they win the game and there are say for instance there's seven players there are more liberals than there are fascists but um you and then and one of the fascists is also secret hitler mm-hmm. you now the fascists know who they are the fascists know who they are. Liberals have no idea who are liberals and who are fascists. And secret Hitler knows they're a fascist, but they don't know, why, they don't know who is a fascist and who is a liberal. So the people who are fascists pretty, know what, they pretty much kind of orchestrate the game. They're the puppet masters, if you will, of the game. And last night was my first time ever playing. I'm weirdly
1: good at it. (laughs) I'm weirdly good at it. You were so adorable while trying to play the game. It was so great.
0: And I made a fuck up, but I used (laughs) it to my advantage. And I played some, like, high-level shit that people underestimated me on. Mm
1: -hmm. So, Um, So, yeah. Pretty much what happened is, like, I feel like you're being really, really modest right now. So <laughs> so what happened is, like, Cher played the game for the first time, and I was uh, playing it there as well. So Cher was a fascist in this round, yes, and she made a crucial fuck-up that pretty much let the entire table know that she was, in fact, a fascist. But it was some high-level shit because she actually... um. Actually did that on purpose. No, she didn't do it on purpose, but in the game, I was the secret Hitler. Mm -hmm. And so she kind of made a play that, in in reality, told the truth of my situation, but everybody didn't believe her because they were like, oh, it's her first time playing the game. So in a way, it gained everyone at the table's trust for me and Mm -hmm. then ended up letting our team win, which was like some high-level fucking shit. (laughs) But like... But, like, awesome in the same way.
0: Well, so. yeah, because I knew if I as a fascist, no one would believe me because they knew that
1: I lied before. Right, and they were like, that oh, the it's their first game, oh, type thing.
0: Right, yeah. because, like, in that way, it's, like, bullshit.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Because, like, you know, oh, you have to, like, you know, fake it at right. some point. Right. And, and when I did that, I knew I had lost everyone's trust already because I knew I was a fascist. So they figured right. Right. if I lied to make James seem like he was a fascist, too, no one would no one would take my shit seriously but I actually told the truth and it was and it was beautiful and everybody yeah, was yeah. like ah and
1: oh it was it was outstanding it was absolutely outstanding.
0: and apparently i was the mvp of the game according to the twitch
1: boards <laughs> yeah so like also like the twitch chat was like lit, lit. Fuck lit as fuck because like everyone was like oh share so great she like actually won the entire game for everybody like share mvp like everyone was super super like Oh man, we're big share fans. Yeah, and it's like, it oh, awesome. that's so awesome. So, yeah, I'm really happy for you. And Me I'm glad too. you like the game.
0: Yeah, it was really great. So, shout out to Secret Hitler. I'm low key addicted now and I can't wait to play again.
1: Yeah. All right. So, my turn? Yes. Yeah. James, so, what about you? So, my open call this week is a piece of online software that has been making my life so much easier lately, and it's called Calendly. If, um, so Calendly is the service that you link up to your Google Calendar, and it automatically sets up appointments with other people through it. Ooh. So how this works is, let's say a client comes to me and says, hey, I'd love to have this meeting with you over coffee. And you know how usually that ends up being the dance of either like three emails of, <sighs> Oh, yeah, I'd love this day. I have this day, this day, this day. Which is why I never make appointments. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, nope, that doesn't work. All this stuff. And it's just like huge, huge waste of time. Yeah. So Calendly cuts all of that out. And Mm. what happens is you set up your profile on Calendly. And now all I have to do when somebody wants wants to make an appointment with me, either an appointment or even just a social hangout, I Mm -hmm. say, okay, great. Set up an appointment here. I send them a link to the Calendly. And what happens after that is literally magic. Mm. So what it does is when that person opens up that link, they see all of your available times based on the free time that you set aside on your Google calendar. So, for instance, I set up parameters that people can only book appointments with me Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 p.m. But it's inside free spaces in my calendar that I already haven't blocked out. So now... Dope. so now the only thing that they have to do is they just say okay i see that james has tuesday so at it's like two- doodle but like also yeah it's like personal one-on-one doodle yeah. so it's like okay i see that james has 2 p.m on tuesday available you hit that you put in the locate you choose a location based on the parameters that i preset or if you have a custom location you place that in and get this It automatically adds it to the sender's calendar and the person who wants to book the appointment.
0: What a beautiful platform.
1: So, literally, that has been amazing with setting up meetings with new clients, Uh setting up meetings with other things. Um, It's been great. And it hasn't failed me. And I've been using it for about three months now. Huh. So... If you have Google Calendar, which I feel like everyone does. If y'all don't, yeah. what the fuck? What's if, wrong you, with you? if you don't, I don't know what you're using, fam. Um, <laughs> you're just honestly wasting time. Alright. heard. Um, yeah, it's Calendly. So it's like Calendar mm-hmm. without the ER and ly.com. Episode forty one, dude. The numbers just keep going up and up, and I'm just like, "All right, we doing this? I we guess. Are doing this? We're almost halfway to hundred. Almost, almost. Our our year end,
0: well, year end. Our year anniversary is like two weeks away. Oh, how cute!
1: I want a cake. I definitely think we'll bring in cake. Maybe we should do like a video version where we just like live streaming us eating cake. Totally. That would just yeah. be the episode. That would be like somebody's fetish though. So, I mean, <laughs> we're just saying. So, speaking of fetishes, uh, we want to give a shout out nope, <laughs> to the Chicago nope. Podcast Colossus. <laughs> That's fucked up, James. For letting us be a part of their network. That is fucked up. Because they don't know the things we talk about. <laughs> um, and our special Chicago podcast co-op shout out this week is our good friends at Friendshipping.
0: Which we have also internet crushes on. Yeah, we do.
1: Uh, so, uh, uh, so tell us about Friendshipping, Share.
0: Jen and Trent discuss friendship, particularly between ladies. They tackle the tricky stuff like, how can I make friends as an adult? Or how do I end a toxic friendship and more? And that is Friendshipping here at the CPC.
1: And I think we should sing the theme song. Friendship between humans have many benefits And sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits (laughs) Don't rat nasty sub-tweets or punch them in the tits (laughs) Get friendship at the problem (laughs) <laughs> oh, that man, we terrible. were out of key. So yeah, that I'm is Friendshipping. Do Friendship
0: at the Problem. Ba-ba.
1: That's it. Oh, that's that better. was good. That's better. That is friendshipping. Um a show you should check out on yeah, it's, it's a lovely show with lovely ladies. Yeah. Um, and we interviewed them uh, a couple weeks back.
0: Yeah, you should check it out. Um, it was a episode 30.
1: Man, you remember that. Well, because
0: uh, um, Trent is 30, and it was Oh, yeah, that episode, was right. Oh, and it was so really, cute. And it was very really great. Um, it just best. No? It's his so...
1: Name. Another special thanks to Cards Against Humanity for letting us borrow their space. Thank you, Cards. And of course, um, all of the things that we covered, um, our Google Doc is written by Sarah and myself. <laughs> yep. And who did
0: that music? U1F60C, which is the Unicode for the splissed out emoji, and is James' musicals eye project.
1: So, we definitely think if you enjoyed us, you should tell a friend. So, I'm getting used to being a teacher right now so I'm getting used to giving out homework so this is your homework right here, class. Okay. All of you listening. Rate us on iTunes. Please. Please. So giving us a five-star rating. You don't even have to leave a review but give us a rating but if you feel so compelled leave us a comment on there.
0: Totally. And if you listen to this episode on Wednesday wanted to be used... Um, that is the best day to rate because mm-hmm. that gets us higher in the charts and lets us get new people to listen to our stuff. Mm-hmm. And we like new listeners and new friends. And, yeah, we uh, do. You should help us out in that regard.
1: Yeah, and if you use Overcast on iOS, there is a little button that says recommend right underneath the album. Mm-hmm. So you should hit that and that lets let other Overcast members know that this show is great. Um, also, if you use Stitcher, you should definitely find us there. Search "Open Ended" and you'll find our nice little artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can leave reviews there, but we would recommend doing it on iTunes. Totally. That's much better.
0: But, yeah, but you know, follow on our SS our SS feed. Yeah.
1: And as always, if you like this show, you can give us money too, because money helps the world go round it helps and us. helps us stay <laughs> alive. <laughs> I need to live. Let me live, guys. Let us live.
0: Please. <laughs> I'm so hungry.
1: So, honestly, thank y'all so much for listening thank to episode 41. We
0: appreciate you. We um, love you.
1: Yeah, and until next week for episode 42.
0: Keep things open-ended. Yay! Yay! We in it. We in it. We did it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh. Episode forty one. Uh. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God, James uh. Uh. <laughs> I'm James C. Green, the human do rag. <laughs> <laughs> I was so broke, though. <laughs> I was so broke. <laughs> I, I, I about be with Nichols.
0: <laughs>